Are you a seasoned runner, new to running, or considering becoming a runner? This podcast is about everything related to all aspects of running, whether it's road, trail, mountain, the types of running gear, nutrition, and most importantly, your stories. Welcome to A Runner's Mind. I am David Holland, your host. I am a passionate runner that loves to connect with like-minded people that love running. Welcome. Today on A Runner's Mind, we meet with Sydney Thorvaldson, an All-American cross-country and track athlete at the University of Arkansas. She has an incredible 19 state championship titles in the state of Wyoming while she was in high school through cross country and indoor and outdoor track. Additionally, she has an individual SEC title and a team NCAA championship here at Arkansas. Welcome to A Runner's Mind, Sydney. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great opportunity. Absolutely. You know, thank you for taking the time to meet with us. Well, why don't you give us a background of who you are, where you're from, and where you're competing now? Yeah, so um, as you mentioned, I am from Wyoming, and I'm just born and raised in Wyoming. Um, Lived there my whole life. Um, They're in Rollins, and um, now I currently attend the University of Arkansas here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, where, yeah, I'm a member of the Razorback Cross Country and Track and Field team. Wow, that is just incredible. Um, You know, coming from a small place like Rollins, Wyoming, and then, you know, going to, you know, a big college like that down in in Arkansas. Um, So why don't you share with us, why did you start running and what makes you love running? Yeah, honestly, that's a good question because – I just, I remember running at a young age, but also, especially just being in Wyoming, it was never a really big, or I guess, popular activity, especially just like, it's so cold and it's high altitude. And I just think distance running just did not have a good representation in the state. And so honestly, I think I just got involved because um, my mom would run for fun. She was a college athlete. And so she just kind of did that to I guess, have something to do. And so I think it just started there. And I remember doing a few just like fun community 5Ks and just absolutely loving it. And I'm honestly not sure what about it I love so much, but I think it's, I think a lot of it just stems from the idea that it's really, you get out what you put in and it's very much like an individual sport in the sense that you know, if you don't have a good race, you really don't have, you you can't blame a teammate, you can't blame really anyone but yourself, which I think is just honestly a really good quality. Um, but also, there's also a team aspect to it. And so I think just being able to combine those two things has always made me just have a real love for the sport. That That is so cool. Um, you know, talking about, you know, running and living in a small town like Rollins, um, you know, for the listener on a runner's mind, um, I met Sydney. I was teaching at Rollins High School. And um, the first time I met you, Sydney, I remember 
I went into, I was coaching wrestling and I went into the weight room and I saw you running on the treadmill. I think it was like almost the incline was all the way up and you were doing sprints and I, I was in there for 30 <laughs> Sounds minutes. about right. Yeah. And I was like, what is this girl doing? And you were just like, <laughs> just working out and training, you know, it, it, it yes. was cool to see that. Thanks. Yeah. I think I might've maxed out those treadmills a few times. Right. Yeah. And then I remember I went home and told my wife about you. I was like that. It was insane because I was in there. I don't remember like 30 minutes and you were still grinding on that treadmill. I was like, wow, <laughs> this girl's yes, going especially, places. Yeah. Being in Wyoming, I feel like I, I used those treadmills. They were my best friend, especially during the winter. Right. And mm -hmm. I, I remember one time you and I, I think we were walking in the halls and, and I had saw you one day, it was like blizzard type weather. And, you know, for the listener, if, if you're not familiar with Rollins, I think it's at almost 7,000 feet elevation, yeah. right? Yeah, and, that's correct. Yeah. And it gets just super cold there. And, uh, we were having a blizzard. And it was in the middle of the day. And I think you were bundled up just running. And I'm like, holy cow, this girl is super driven. And so, um, yeah, those are some uh, cool memories where I was like, this girl is going places in life. So, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, maybe seemed a little psychotic, but got me here. So, <laughs> Right. And you're doing what you love and, you know, getting school paid for. Absolutely. Well, why don't you talk about your records? I mean, and, and your accomplishments, 19 state titles through cross country and track, you know, you have an SEC title, NCAA title. Talk about those. Yeah, honestly, all of my accomplishments in high school and beyond have just meant the world to me. Um, and I think it's honestly a lot bigger than just myself. I really don't associate you know, stuff like that with being me. And I think that I was able to represent not only Rollins, but also the entire state of Wyoming and represent them on the national scale, which was something that, like I said before, I think distance running just didn't have great representation in Wyoming. And so the fact that I was able to have the opportunity to do that and continue to do now is just something that I take very personally. And also just like, I have a ton of pride just coming from Wyoming and being able to say that, yeah, I, I grew up in Wyoming and I went to Rollins High School, a super small town. Um, and I think that when I, I talk about that, I just always go back to how I experienced so much support from the entire community and the state. And like, I can just never be thankful enough for that. And I think that, I think that's a lot of what fueled my drive throughout high school. And even now I want to make you know, I want to make Wyoming proud. I want to make the people that supported me in high school and just getting through high school and getting into college, like just kind of giving back to that. And I think that that's definitely a huge reason why I'm so motivated to work in like work out day in and day out. Wow. That's just incredible. And I think, you know, um, those of you that don't know Sydney, she's, you're probably one of the most humble person, you know, I've ever met just, oh, thank you know, you. I mean, yeah, just winning all those state titles, those first couple of years I was in 
Rollins, you know, talking to you about him, you know, just your whole entire attitude. And, you know, I've been in coaching for a long time and, you know, you come across athletes that win championships and they carry themselves a certain way. And you, you've never mm-hmm. been that way at all. Um, and, and one cool thing I remember, um, was, uh, we were having this, uh, friendship walk for, uh, students, you know, that have disabilities. And I remember we're like, who can we get to kickstart the walk for us? And, and and I remember we, we asked you and you, you, without even hesitation, we're like, I would love to. And so that was just awesome. You know, that you're always willing to give back to people, no matter what level you're on. Yes, thank you so much. That means a ton. It's a great compliment to hear. So, Sydney, talking about, you know, I, I know you have all these accomplishments behind you, but how does an athlete of your caliber continue to stay driven? Um, I think uh, just being where I'm at, staying motivated is something that is so so important like especially in a sport like for me where I have no real off season like as I said I really do compete year round just cross countries in the fall and then indoor throughout the winter and then track in the spring and then over the summer we do get like a brief break but it's more of like we're still doing summer training and everything like that and so um for me it's honestly just a love for the sport that really motivates me and I, I always say that at this level, I think you have to love it. I mean, if you're going to do it every day, sometimes multiple times a day, and you have these huge goals that you want to accomplish, I think you do have to have not only respect for the sport, but just like you have to love it. And I think with that, that's not to say that there aren't days that I don't want to run. But I think even on those days, I know that a run is just what I need. Um, and ultimately I think I would recommend that like finding, finding your own purpose or reason why is, is honestly what keeps me going. Um, and you know, for anyone, it could just be like your own health or stress relief or whatever it might be. I know that sometimes I just get done with a busy day and it's like the highlight of my day is being able to go out and go for a run and be around people like my team and stuff like that. And um, the people that are supporting me. And also, kind of like I said, I feel like for me, it tends to go back to just kind of just where I'm from, honestly. Um, you know, it goes back to like just being the small town girl with like big dreams and really just wanting to make my family, my friends and the state proud. I really wish nothing more than to give back to the community of, of people that gave me everything. Wow, that's that is so incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Of um, course. You know, so for let's talk about the average Joe that's listening right now. And maybe they're like, you know, curious about adversity and maybe how you face that just being, you know, an athlete. Um, maybe talk about a time that you faced adversity, you know, in your career and how you overcame it. Or maybe you failed at a race or, or failed at something but you decided I'm going to come back harder and stronger, whether that was, you know, you didn't compete well or you had an injury or something like that. Right. Right. And I think that's honestly something that 
just being in this sport happens so often. And I think a lot of it is just like being able to come back from it and being able to like, kind of like you said, like grow, grow with it. Like, yeah, it might've been a bad race or you're just going through a little funk. But I think the most important thing is, is kind of the attitude around it. Like, are you going to, are you going to just throw the talent and say, you know, like I, I tried or like, I think for me, it's always been, um, just kind of being able to be like, okay, let's reset, let's reevaluate. And I think, yeah, like I said, um, especially at this high level, I go into races and I really do have high expectations for myself and I, and I want to do great things, but at the same time, like everyone around me is, is great too. So it's really like, you have to respect the competition and, and realize that not every day is going to be a perfect race, especially when you're out there with a hundred bodies that are just as fast as you are. And it's just kind of, I think for me, that's been one of the most frustrating things is just going from being in a place where I really, I did have a lot of success and it, it came relatively easy in the sense that, you know, there wasn't that many people that I really had to worry about, but now that it's like, I'm on the line with just a ton of girls with a ton of talent and a ton of drive. It's really inspiring, but at the same time, it's, it's hard to kind of just sometimes take a step back and be like, okay, I need to reevaluate and kind of um, determine how I can use it for my benefit ultimately. And I think you also talk about a time, like ask about a time when I faced, other kinds of adversity and I think another time was um senior year I fractured my navicular it was like a stress wow. fracture thing okay yeah and so I think um you know the whole recovery process ended up taking something like nine months or something ridiculous like that and I remember I felt so just mentally and physically defeated and upset because I wasn't able to compete my senior year of track season and accomplish all these goals that I had in mind but I also think that it taught me so many things um, just regarding it, like tough times creates tougher people. And I think that even though I didn't accomplish the goals I had in mind initially, I was able to take a step back and still become a stronger, more rounded person. I would say that I, I became an okay swimmer, which was something that I just, I hated swimming. I honestly still don't love it, but <laughs> right. I think I was able to do it and find other things that I really loved, enjoyed and appreciated in my life. So I think all in all, it's just finding the little kind of positives in everything and kind of using that to motivate you. Wow. Wow. That's, that's awesome sharing that, you know, those experiences. I know, um, you know, I faced adversity last year, I hurt my knee um, and I wasn't able to run for a while. And, you know, coming back this year, um, you know, my goal has been to qualify for the Boston Marathon and I've been so right. dang close. Like, you know, I think I think you and I have talked about that a few times, you know. Um, yes. You know, um, just been so close so many times. And, you know, I really felt like where I was at last year, I was on that path to finally get there. And then that injury set me back. And, absolutely. Uh, you know, I just had to learn, Hey, you know, like you said, you know, those tough times, you learn how to get through it and grind through it and not give up. It makes you a tougher person. So, um, exactly. You know, and it took, 
you know, we're here in October and I'm finally back to where I was a year ago. And it's like, it took that much time. And so, um, we just have to be patient in life. So thank yes. you. Um, so I, couple more questions here. Um, so right now, what are you currently training for and, and what are your future goals? Yeah. So currently we are kind of approaching our postseason um, for cross country. Um, tomorrow we're going to take off and catch a flight to Virginia to get a little preview of the course for nationals. And I think we're very excited. It's kind of our first big race as a team. We've kind of just done some low key meets, just trying to kind of just gain a little bit of experience, but not necessarily so we can just kind of train through. Um, we've been getting in really consistent training and mileage, um, eating good food, getting good sleep, prioritizing the little things like that. Um, and I think looking into the future for me so far, I've been just so patient in my training and I would really love to snag an All-American finish at Nationals. Um, but beyond that, I really do feel like I have a ton of potential to do great things in indoor and outdoor track as well. These are kind of things that just didn't really align for me in the previous seasons. Kind of like you said, like there's just little things that kind of, they just kind of sneak up on you and they kind of set you back a little bit. And I think that despite being so patient, it's just, one of those things that just kind of happens. And I guess, you know, the path to success is never really just linear. So I, I really hope that those sort of things can kind of um, align for me. And then most importantly, I've just been really wanting to enjoy the experience of D1 college athletics. It's honestly a lot of fun and I have just everything I could need to possibly be successful. So really just utilizing every opportunity to be the best I can be. Wow, that's that's awesome. And when is uh nationals? Um honestly I'll have to look. I think it's like right before Thanksgiving. So I wanna say I wanna say it's like November seventeenth and eighteenth, maybe. So it's coming up. We have we have a few weeks. It's getting close, getting close. And and what place or, or do you have to get to get all American status. It's top 40, but top 40? Um, okay. I remember thinking, I was like, okay, that's not like, that doesn't seem too difficult, you know, like 40, but um, I raced cross nationals for the first time last year because I redshirted freshman year and there's just so much talent out on that field that it's like, there's like probably 10 seconds to separate the top 100 girls. So it's honestly wow. just such a battle. So you just got to go out there and battle hard. That's yes, honestly. And I think it, some of it comes with like, you don't have to be the fastest person. You don't have to be the strongest person. You don't have to have the fastest times going in. It's honestly, when it gets to that point, it really is just like kind of on the day, like who wants it. And honestly, probably a little bit of luck as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> if anyone can do it, you know, you got the right mentality and, you know, you're, you're driven. We'll definitely be cheering you on. Um, Thank you. So have you thought about coaching in the future or, you know, what, what are you planning to do after college? Yeah, so far it's, I really don't have anything set in stone. I think after college, I'd love to explore options of um, just still being kind of in 
the running side of things. Um, if the opportunity presents itself, I'd love to explore options of professional running. Um, but at the same time, I'm currently studying animal science with the focus on pre-vet medicine. So I'm, I'd honestly love to get into a vet school and pursue a career as a large animal vet. Um, and I think either one of those paths, it'll be hard work, but I think it'll all be worth it and I'll enjoy it no matter what. And I've always kind of said that I'd love to come back to Wyoming and just have, I miss my wide open spaces and stuff like that. So um, I'd love to go back. And if I did that, I could definitely see myself trying to get involved with like a club or like high school athletics as a coach, just considering my passion for the sport that I, I don't think I could ever just let that kind of disappear. Right. Right. That's, that's awesome. Sounds like you have some great goals and, you know, definitely a bright future for you, Miss Thorvaldson. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Well, I got one last question to ask you. Um, why don't you share a fun fact about yourself? All right. Lately, I feel like I've been sharing this fun fact a lot, but it's really it's something I'm just really passionate about, I guess. But um, about a year ago, I developed a peanut allergy, which was just tragic because all throughout high school and up until I found out, I'm I'm pretty sure I had some form of peanuts every single day. And I think most distance runners can attest to that. But peanut butter is just it's just the perfect kind of running fuel. And so after that happened, I've just been living life without peanuts. And I can verify that almond butter is not the same. It's no, not the no, same. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> not even close. Oh my gosh. That must be miserable because I love peanut butter too. And um, peanut M&Ms, I mean, you name it. Yes. And so, so how did that happen? Like, did, was that just something hereditary or like, how do you get? I have no idea. Cause like, yeah, as I said, I, I ate peanut butter and jelly nearly every, every day, basically. Or if like, I didn't have it for lunch, I would have like oatmeal and peanut butter for breakfast. Like there was always peanut butter. And so then I just remember just gradually just kind of being like, you know what? Like my stomach has just not been like handling like foods well. And we could not figure out what it was. And I was like, I haven't done anything different. Like I've been eating the same things. I really haven't introduced anything. And so then we ended up getting like a, like a intolerance testing, I guess. And uh -huh. I guess apparently you can just develop a peanut allergy, which is just ridiculous, but oh, man. I'm possible. so sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's okay. I'll get through. Oh, well, I guess almond butter it is or something else. I know it's not the same. I but, know. Well, Sydney, uh, you know, we want to say thank you for taking the time to, you know, be on a runner's mind. Um, we'll be cheering for you. I'm pulling for you, you know, for nationals, um, you know, we're excited for you and we're hoping that you'll get that all American status. Um, and so if anybody's, you know, wanting to follow you or anything, um, you know, can they find you on Instagram or do they go to Arkansas's website to watch nationals? Um, what's the best way they can follow you or something like that? You know, either one is great. I think if you look up our roster, I'm pretty sure they have some sort of picture of me or something there. But yeah, otherwise, Instagram totally works. And 
I try and answer people as much as I can. So yeah, don't hesitate to reach out. All righty. Well, there you have it, listeners. Miss Sydney Thorvaldson, just incredible, incredible accomplishments and looking to do more. Um, thanks again for, for joining us. Um, everybody else, you guys have a great week and we will hear from you guys again on A Runner's Mind. This has been A Runner's Mind with your host, David Holland. You can check us out by going to Spotify and simply searching A Runner's Mind. We want to thank you for listening today and have a good rest of your day.